Welcome to the Lend Academy podcast, session number one. Hi, everyone. This is Peter Renton, the publisher of Lend Academy, and welcome to our shiny new podcast. Yes, this is the very first edition of what I expect will be many podcasts that I'll be recording for you here. And this is going to be initially a bi-weekly type production, maybe going to weekly at some point. But first question uh, you may have is why? Why do a podcast? Well, I've been thinking about this really for over a year now where I get to talk to so many interesting people in this industry. And, you know, I bring some of the articles onto the blog and that's, I find, you know, I think People find that useful. But what I think was missing is really the interactivity of an interview format where you can you can sit down and listen on your way to work or whatever to someone who is interesting, who is relevant, who is important in this industry. So that's what my goal is here is I'm going to bring you interesting people here in an interview format on a regular basis. And so with our first podcast today, I'm actually going to interview Michael Phillips, who is the founder of NicholSteamroller.com. Welcome, Michael, and uh, thank you very much for joining us here on the very first Lend Academy podcast. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Peter. Okay, so let's get started with just giving a little bit of background about yourself. I mean, people know about NicholSteamroller.com. I mean, I think... uh, Anyone who's really interested in peer-to-peer lending has been on your site, but why don't you give a little background about just about yourself, what you, know, what you do for a day job, and why you started um, NickelSteamRoller.com? Sure. Um, my my degree is in biomedical engineering, and uh, since I've graduated, I've spent time developing software for the medical industry, for aviation, for Navy, and currently I'm working with insurance. So. I've I've seen quite a few industries um, since I've graduated. All that to say that um, I'm really passionate about technology. I'm very passionate about software development. And um, in April of 2011, I was looking through Mint.com's website, and I noticed a tab for investing. And what they have are basically recommendations for investing. And what they had was a link for something called Lending Club. Huh. And they advertised something like 9.9% returns at the time. And I thought, this is really interesting. So mm-hmm. I clicked the link. I signed up. I, I funded my account with $2,000, and I got the points back. I Back then, you could use a credit card, I think, just to initially open it. Right, but um, right obviously, with, yeah. once you're past that point, then it, it's cash. And really, I just kind of sat there. Um, people who invested, invested on the platform know there's like a slider. And uh, I would play with that slider, and I'd be like, I feel kind of comfortable with this. They'd tell me what the estimated loss was. And, um, you know, that's how I initially invested. And then somehow I stumbled upon um, your your previous site before you rebranded to Lend Academy. Yeah. And yeah, you so, had social lending, a, socialending.net was social, the old Yeah, site. socialending.net. Yeah. And you had a webinar on basically how to get started in peer-to-peer lending. And I was really excited about it. I remember I was at my uh, my girlfriend at the time's house. I had my laptop over. I brought headphones. <laughs> I, was, I was ready to ready to listen to this. And uh, I just remember you get on and I listen to it. It's like you say, you may have noticed I've got an Australian accent. And 
I just that was one of the first things I remember about about that 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 webinar. But anyways, you went on to talk about lens stats, right? And I was absolutely floored by this. You know, all the time I was using this slider, I had no idea that, um, and I had only been using the, the slider technique on on London Club for probably two months, but I had no idea that they're actually publishing all this data, and you could just download it for free, and you right. didn't have to log in to get it. They just had it on their website under their stats. And uh, before before um, we got into the, the story that took us from then to the, to, to the webinar to where we are now, I had mentioned that I was really passionate about software development, and I saw a fantastic opportunity to, to take data and kind of build what I describe as a Mac-like experience to, to interfacing with it. Right. Um, there's, there's always that fine line between having, you know, every single option open, every single thing that you could possibly want to, and then just trying to wrap it up into something that maybe is a little bit easier to use and for people to understand. And initially, I think as the, as the industry was much younger, there wasn't much education on it. And I think that the blogs certainly played a part in, in, in educating people on, on the asset class. But additionally, with the data, it kind of took us to a point where I feel that websites like LensStats, Nickel Steamroller, and others kind of helped almost legitimize the asset class because originally it was a lot more retail interest, and that was the kind of the buzz, and those were people that were filling up the forums and talking about it. And um, these websites took the data, they put it in terms that people could understand, um, and easily see how they can interact with the data by changing certain data elements and see that these these companies are actually actually have a, a business model that's capable of producing fixed income returns that are well beyond what banks are able to produce. So it was really just a fascinating transition from the webinar to the time I, I took to actually build up the first iteration of the software. Right. And it's, it's interesting because, you know, LensStats, was the first site really to to really be, give a front end to the data because anyone's ever been able to download the the Excel file I and mean, we've been able to do that from day one, but LensStats sort of provided a front end. But you know, and it's still it's still around today. It's it hasn't really been updated at all. But I, I think what what you've done with Nickel Steamroller was great because LensStats, while it was you know it, it did work for the most part, it was not very user friendly it wasn't was obviously wasn't very graphically appealing um and it was obviously done by an engineer and you know it, it's nothing and you know, ken was ken was the guy who started lens stats he's done a great job but i think i i think what you what you did it sounds like you decided you it was more than it was about more than the data it was also about how you present the data is that is that sort of was that part of your thinking yeah and you know like i just i just got done watching um the biography on Steve Jobs and like there was one quote in there that I really related to. He basically said, it's not enough just to do things better. You have to do things different. And I think that's going to be a recurring theme for the nickel steamroller brand in in the year to come. We're really going to try to differentiate ourselves, not just do things better, but really take on unique ways of approaching issues that kind of exist in the peer to peer finance space produce solutions for people who maybe are finding that the, the, the tools that are out there aren't quite as mature enough for what they're trying to accomplish. We really just want to set the bar high and differentiate our brand from what other people are doing currently. Okay, because that, that's, let's talk about that for a bit because, you know, I, I go on your site very regularly. I know a lot of other investors do as well. 
hasn't been much happening for, I would say, months um, on nickelsteamroller.com. So why don't you tell us what you've been working on what's, and what, what's coming? Sure. Back in June of this year, 2013, I, uh, well, let me back up a little bit. Um, sometime in May, I had actually reached out to ProsperStats, and I saw what Rocco was doing at ProsperStats, and I thought he was doing a fantastic job filling in the gaps that exist for Prosper. Mostly, every website that's out there right now who does any type of like data aggregation is pretty much a straight lending club shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rocco came online and just I think blew everyone away with the amount of the amount of information, you know, the ease of use, the features that were available for Prosper. It's really the first time Prosper had full representation, you know, from an analytical perspective. So I started talking with Rocco over the phone. I, I noted right away that we had a, we had a lot in common. In June, um, I I flew him out to Wisconsin. And we discussed actually partnering up and, and starting to merge our assets. So for the last couple of months, Rocco and, and myself, uh, we've been building Nickel Steamroller 2.0 basically from the ground up. And it'll be the first platform in the world that's going to have full feature, one-for-one for both Lending Club and Prosper. And we've got some really neat features, including folio support. Uh, there's a new charting application that I've developed called Explorer, which basically allows you to, to design any type of chart you can really think of. If you want to look at you know, average inquiries across all states, you can just build that chart on the fly. Um, so what hmm, we're really aiming to do is give people you know, clarity into comparing the two platforms. They both have a slightly different approach, but um, it's going to give you the the tools to mine the data to test, you know, uh, hypothesis you may have. The back testing is fantastic. Rocco's done an awesome job um, with some of the innovation that he's brought into uh, the new platform. And I'm just really excited for 2014. I think it's going to be the biggest year yet for uh, peer-to-peer finance. Oh, sure. Um, totally. And, and we and we really hope to kind of be leaders in this space. You know, it's, it's not going to stop with the analytics. There's just a ton of work to be done. We've put a ton of thought into the 2.0 version, and we're still hoping to go live before the end of the year. Oh wow, that'll that will be that'll be awesome. I know. I mean, I mean, you guys already are one of the leaders in the space, so this will this will certainly solidify it. So you're you're going to basically have equivalent you know, equivalent functionality for Lending Club and Prosper investors. Is that um, I mean, what about for people's individual portfolios? Like right now, you have the portfolio analyzer for Lending Club. Is there going to be something? For Prosper, I mean, Prosper is more challenging because you can't just download your, a CSV file of your notes. Is there anything there that's going to be for Prosper investors? Absolutely. I mean, again, Rocco has brought so much to the table in terms in terms of his expertise with the um, Prosper platform. We actually have two ways for you to 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 answer your question. Yes, we have full blown portfolio analyzers for both platforms. And let me back this up a little bit more. We wrote Nickel Steamroller 2.0 assuming that there's going to be new players coming into the game. So the way we've designed the software is we've got a mandate for ourselves where if you're a peer-to-peer finance platform and you have APIs that have the data points that we need, we can get your site up and running and aggregating on our system within a week. Um, Within a week, wow. That's Within a week. We've really built a a sound abstraction layer um, that will allow us to kind of bring the data in 
and, and allow you to start comparing these platforms. We really want to be leaders in this. We really want to start treating peer-to-peer finance like an actual asset class. You know, um, we, we've, we've got a lot of neat stuff that's coming out. I won't tell you all of it now, but back to your portfolio question, uh, yes, we've got several ways, including using your API credentials. Rocco's found that some people don't necessarily like giving their, their credentials to a system to watch your portfolio. So there's another technique, too, where you can download your notes by just clicking a link, and then it'll basically ask you for your password to download it but not store it. I've also worked out a feature where if you email to this now, it won't work, but you, could, you'll, you will be able to email your Lending Club portfolio notes.csv file to portfolios at nicholsteemroller.com, and it'll automatically put it into your account. Interesting. Wow, that's, 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 that's slick. So then what you, you said you're going to be launching sort of, you know, hopefully by the end of the year. I mean, what are you, this is, is this going to be free for everybody? Are you going to be charging a, a, a fee? What, what's, what's, um, what's your plans there? Well, the base platform, we, we always want to keep free and we've kind of differentiated between, you know, the nickel steamroller analytics that are just open to everyone to help them understand, you know, how they can invest their money more effectively. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's the premium offerings, which, you know, it's it's a fascinating time in peer-to-peer finance. There's a lot of institutional money that's moving in. So, of course, there's a lot of interest in automation, reporting. You know, you're, you're merging, you know, um, big equity firms for the first time into this. It's basically a new asset class. And uh, there's not a lot of, you know, experience out there. So obviously, Peter, you've seen this too. There's a lot of interest from people who email you directly. They just want to, to know information. So the premium services are going to be targeted towards investors who typically are going to be running funds or family offices and are looking for some assistance in how to get exposure to peer-to-peer finance. Okay, so so the retail investor type thing that what what, the, what we've come to know as nickelsteamroller.com now will remain free for 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 the you know foreseeable future. Yeah, and both Rocco and myself feel strongly about still supporting um, retail investors. I mean, we both classify as retail investors. Mm-hmm. I'd hate to see a time come where you know the only way you can play in this game is if you've got you know money. We definitely want to offer everyone the opportunity to to understand and build tools for people to to build an investment strategy that's going to work for them long term, allow them to tweak it as they need. So on the about section of my website, I talk about nickel steamroller being free, and that same about section is going to make it into the 2.0 version of the software. Okay. So then what? Um I mean, you've, you've, you've put, I know you've put hundreds of hours into nickelsteamroller.com and, and I know you've got nsrpremium.com right now. I mean, what, what are your plans, uh, as far as monetizing this, this particular, um, you know, this particular endeavor? Well, it's interesting. People who manage large amounts of money, if you look at like the main landing page of my website, I, I, I track loan inventory and you can see those yep. little spikes and, you know, like six months ago, those spikes, those, those, they weren't like spikes. They just kind of went up and then tapered off. Right. Uh, you can just see the demand for this asset class just climb the new heights every month. 
So there's a lot of demand, I think, for people to use automation for managing large sums of money. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not really feasible for you know someone who wants to put a million dollars to work a month to sit there and log into the platform four times a day trying to invest that, um, especially when they've got the new money coming in. So Nickel Steamroller Premium is designed to be a platform for people to manage money on. Um, it's platform agnostic, so if new players come online, we can support them as well. I've talked to several other companies who are interested in having their API supported by NSR Premium. The goal is just to basically give people one login to manage any number of accounts. This includes registered investment advisors who want to manage separately managed accounts. We're just really looking to build um, a leading tool for people who are used to maybe the traditional equities world and are looking for a place where they can kind of feel comfortable with tools in peer-to-peer finance. Okay. So, yeah, and, and NSR Premium, I mean, I know that, you know, it's been around. I mean, I've been using it myself to invest through the API for, God, it's probably been about a year now, probably over a year. And, um, yeah, that's been it's been phenomenally useful for, for my personal investing. Are you planning on focusing on NSR premium for the institutional market is that is that what you're saying or are you um, is it going to be available to retail investors at all or what's what's what what are your um, goals there well there are retail investors on it now one no, of the things myself, is my no. back <laughs> yeah my my background is in engineering it's not necessarily in law or finance so you know doing transactions on behalf of a retail investor are a little bit different than doing transactions on a behalf of uh, a accredited investor, especially when you've got software that's giving you feedback, you know, portfolio analysis or making recommendations. Right. You know, really, I think it's a scaling issue too. Um, you know, I can have um, a thousand retail investors, I'm sure, you know, but it's a lot easier to scale one account, you know, that maybe would have the same value as all 1,000 uh, retail investors. So, you know, as we move forward, we'll kind of assess like how we go on about having retail investors involved. But for the most part, I'm really just trying to scale the platform with what we can handle. So I know that if we if we just open it like a public sign up, I mean, we definitely wouldn't be able to handle it at this point. So it's really a scaling issue now, but I right. wouldn't... Um, right off at some point in the future, you know, having some type of retail outlet. Sure. Okay. So then you're um, with, with the 2.0, I think we, we chatted about this some time ago. You Are you planning on merging these two sites? Because you've got nickelsteamroller.com and you've got nsrpremium.com. They're obviously two completely separate domains. What, what, what are your plans there? Are you going to maintain them separately or what, what are you going to do with them? Um, that's a that's a really good question, and actually, I just had a, a discussion this week with Rocco about that. I think the the goal is to actually merge the platforms into one. I originally wrote them as two separate pl- platforms for um, basically legal and liability reasons, mm-hmm. but I think we've got enough of a framework set up now where you know it makes a lot of sense to start merging assets, and you know it's it's a better way to do the software instead of having them completely separate and having two sets of code that basically, you know, share a lot of similarities, but are, are, are completely separate. So at some point there, it's going to be one in the same platform. 
that's probably a, a couple of months out. But for now, um, the two platforms are completely separate. Okay, so when you when you relaunch 2.0, that's going to be relaunching on nickelsteamroller.com. Is that correct then? Correct. But what we're probably going to do is put up a beta site first so people can kind of play around. We will be migrating accounts from um, both Prosper Stats and Nickel Steamroller over to the new version, the 2.0. So we're looking for like a real seamless transition. Um, we're also going to allow people to start using their Facebook or, or Google account to log into. So if they don't want to create a login and password, they can just click in. And also, uh, one thing to point out, like, Rocco and I are very sensitive towards people's desire to maybe not create an account. I mean, not everyone wants to create an account just to use tools. So one thing we allow you to do is actually to create an anonymous account. And um, it's basically an, a, temporary, an account, a temporary account that will last for two weeks, but you can use all the resources on it without actually having to create an account. So okay. if you don't want to create an account, but obviously then we can't do the save filters, we can't do the portfolio stuff. One of the things is with Nickel Steamroller 1.0 is I didn't want to save your portfolios on the server, so I would do everything in memory. Right. But it, it makes a lot more sense to actually put that in the database and leverage the database to do a lot of the calculations to free up the memory. So we do store now the portfolios on the server. Obviously, you can delete them anytime you want or you can update them. Um, one of the advantages to having them on the server is then we can actually monitor your portfolio. Right. I was and, thinking uh, that. Yeah, yeah. And you can, and you can then see, you, uh, then you can see relevant events, you know, like this was a default status changes, things of that nature. Yeah, that would be cool. And I could see, you know, you could even develop tools where you can, you can get, you know, you obviously can track, track your ROI, but also track, okay, my, my, I've had, you know, in grace period, I had a hundred notes in grace period over the last year and, and, you know, 80% of them have, have gone back to current or whatever. You should be able to, because, you know, Lending Club provides that information for the whole platform. It would be nice to see on a portfolio basis what, what is actually your reality. Yeah, and that's actually, um, with the analytics, I think we're, we're not necessarily going to have this done to go live, but one thing I'd really love to develop, and um, we're currently working on this, is almost like a VIX for peer-to-peer finance. Um, so like a, obviously like the a, vol- a, volatility, a volatility index, is that what you're talking about? A volatility index. Right. Um, they have it for equities, but yep. some type of index, index to maybe give you an indication of how much interest rates are fluctuating. Um, right now on the landing page at 2.0, we give you the, the current daily interest rates and you can watch them kind of bob up and down as loans are issued. But um, I really think that that's the kind of things that need to start happening, you know, not not necessarily to legitimize the the asset class. It's already there, but to give it the the respect it deserves. So uh, there's just a there's just a whole world of opportunity. I, I sincerely feel that 2014 is going to be by far the biggest year yet. So oh for sure. Um, I mean, I'm gonna, really excited. Me too. I mean, we're going to probably have a lending club IPO, which you know probably won't be as big as the Twitter IPO as far as you know press coverage goes but it's it's not going to be small i imagine and i think that's going to bring more and more people into the space and then with the Twitter IPO you're going to have potentially you know 23 or 24 more states yeah, tw- yeah sorry 20, 20 yeah more states come onto the platform which will be really you know you can see a huge amount of investor demand more more nickel steamroller um, clients i imagine yeah, I mean, there's always going to be, I think, a, a place for third-party systems. I mean, obviously, um, we see it in other industries too. So, you know, this is a this is an industry that's growing. 
you know, I, I don't see it cooling off anytime soon, given some of the Fed's decisions to continue to keep interest rates low. You know, it's not even necessarily like people are, are, are chasing yield with this asset class. Really, all we're doing is replacing the bank and taking the difference, you know? Right. You know, it's, it's, nothing, it's nothing new. It's just we're removing a layer. Um, so, in, in a way, it's, it's a more pure form of, of investing mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to, you know, just parking money in a CD or money market account. So, one last question I've got. Do you, are you in contact with, you know, the folks at Lending Club and Prosper? Do they know some of the things you've got planned and that, and, and that there is a nickel steamroller 2.0 coming? Uh, they do. And actually I've, um, I've demoed 2.0 to, um, one of Prosper's, um, lead engineers. I think, um, I think it's really important to kind of keep that open communication going because I am basically, um, you know, aggregating their data. So, um, it helps to, to have people that you can talk to, um, and, um, get some feedback, you know, um, Lending clubs exports are changing quite a bit. The API that they have, you know, it's 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 got something called a WSDL. It's like a contract that developers can use, and I'm guaranteed to have certain data there. Um, The CSV downloads that most people use, they may have noticed they change them from time to time. They do. They just change them. They just change them a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it's it causes a, a little bit of headache. So. You know, reaching out and just kind of finding out, like, you know, what are your plans for this? Are you going to rename the columns? Um, what type of things are you going to be doing with the data? Um, it just it just helps to keep that type of uh, communication open just so that no one's really surprised when things happen. Right, right. Okay, well, I, I really appreciate your time here, Michael. I found that personally fascinating. I hope everybody else did as well. So thanks a lot for your time. I can't wait for Nickel Steamroller uh, 2.0. You'll obviously hear about it on Lend Academy when it comes out. I imagine you're still keeping the blog, right? You're still keeping the Nickel Steamroller blog? Yeah, and actually I did a blog post because when they, um, Lending Club added that new way of calculating your ROI, yep. I thought that was, I think that's a great, great feature. And um, I was actually, I was actually shocked they did that. Um, <laughs> I was com- completely surprised by that. But I, you know, I think it's one of the fairest ways to, to gauge your performance. And I'm, I'm really happy they did that. Right. Um, it, they, you know, they, they, they're basically doing what Nickel Steamer does by discounting um, your late loans. Right. So, right. No, um, it's, it's, it's great. It's, it's, it's been, it's overdue as, as we know. I mean, I feel like it's been, I've been talking about this for ages. How the you know they need to do something that gives a more realistic uh, expectation of of return going forward. So I'm glad they've done that. And I think yeah, you know, I saw that blog post about. It. I mean, I, I hope I hope you continue to to keep blogging because um, we you know, we need more voices out there. And I think you've always got some interesting stuff to say. So anyway, thank you, um, Peter. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate your time. All right. Thanks, Gary. Okay. Bye. Okay, so episode one is in the books. I hope you found that useful. Now, before before I sign off, I just have one request. So obviously, this is this is a brand new podcast. That was our first episode. We, as of this recording, obviously have no reviews whatsoever on iTunes. And if you like this, or even if you didn't like this, go and go to iTunes, please, and give us a review. Let us know what you think. And thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.